Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Everybody to the Lazy Geeks first podcast of 2012. Oh my God! We've, we've finally we've officially entered the final year of humanity's existence. Um, this is uh, welcome to podcast number 58. Hands off the internet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we, we beg of you, <laughs> stop touching the internet. Show me on the doll where the internet touched you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Be a big doll. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. So yeah, it's been uh, I'm almost two weeks since our uh, end of the year podcast. So uh, jumping right into things, uh, Asian Fury uh, came by to visit the other day, and I'm gonna have some video conversation between him and I posted on. I wasn't uh, invited. YouTube. Well, I saw, you know. I saw on Facebook. We're gonna have that. Oh, yeah. oh fuck you, man. <laughs> you don't watch movies. Yes, I do. <laughs> I watch movies. <laughs> Occasionally, <laughs> just recently watched the 1984 classic Supergirl. Why? See, those are one of the things that can't be unseen. <laughs> <laughs> that chick was hot. Yeah, I forget that, who it was. It was some famous chick. Yeah, too. Helen Slater. And yeah, that was a long time ago. Well, I don't. Don't ruin the fantasy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> she looked like Supergirl to me. Uh, but uh, so Agent Fury was telling me that uh, he was. You know, he hasn't been gaming as much anymore, and he has a stack of old games. He's dead to me. And uh, so he was trying to sell off some of his old games, so he's putting them on eBay and stuff like that. So he had the original, the original floppy disks and all <laughs> of the 94 version of Elder Scrolls. Was that Daggerfall, or was Daggerfall the second one? I think Daggerfall was the second one. This was the, he said, was the original one. And he goes that, you know, yeah, you know, I, he goes, I figured, screw it. I'll throw it out there. You know, it's used, pretty good condition, you know, and figure, you know, he goes, I know you can get it for, like, free now, or whatever. Yeah. He goes, so, I'll he's see. He's down on Yeah, he goes, so I figured, you know, see what I can get for it. Yeah, the winning vo- the winning bid was $300 for a fucking 94 game that plays Arena. a floppy. Arena. Yeah, and it's like, well, 
Hopefully he has, you know, a floppy disk extension because most computers now don't even have floppies anymore. I got no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I was just like, wow. I saw a laptop recently that had uh, a floppy disk drive on it. And that, that, That's... those are even more rare because yeah. they were only like that for like, what, two years? Yeah, and something just, like yeah, that. And geez. It's pretty ridiculous. But yeah, I was like, 300 bucks for something that a guy could have, maybe he just wanted, I just need to possess that. Yeah. You know, I need to have this in my... Or maybe he just has a really old computer and he just, he doesn't want to upgrade. You know what I mean? Or maybe, yeah, maybe he has a really old computer. You know what? This will cause me to play my old computer. Right, maybe... Cost me 300 bucks to do it. He's on his IBM Aptiva. You know, he just... (laughs) (laughs) He's got the 9-inch and the 7-inch floppy disk He uses the IBM Aptiva tower not only as a computer, but also as a love seat to sit with his wife, because it's freaking huge. (laughs) You just throw a couple of cushions on it, you're there. You're You're, good. It's a bar stool. (laughs) When you turn it on, it goes... (laughs) I used to have one. (laughs) A long time ago. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's like, what's that noise? I'm not sure if it's the truck outside or the computer. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, I had an interesting event this week. Best Buy has become even more lame. Agent Fury told me about an article that Forbes did on Best Buy and said that why Best Buy is going downhill. He goes, um, the opening article, the opening line of the article was, um, when, when was the last time you didn't go to Best Buy and got angry? And uh, because that's the reason why Best Buy is losing its uh, its flair, and um, I found another reason for it. Not are, not only are they overpriced, mm-hmm. understaffed, the the people there don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Most customers know more than the yeah. That that always pissed me off because if you have to ask a question, it's just some teenager who knows nothing. Yeah, when they like, like I asked some chick a question one time and I I wasn't looking at her and I looked at her and she was like texting. And had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah, or my favorite is when they're looking, you know, like, well, why is this $300, $200 more? They're reading the front of it. Yeah, and, yeah, You know, and I'm like, like I uh... could do that, dude. You know, it's like, come on. You know what? I'll save you the time. You go off and, you know, do whatever, and I'll, I'll and look I'll it up on my phone. And I'll, I'll go to fry. Yeah, I'll go to fry. <laughs> well, I may not be able to understand the dude, at least he's telling me something. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I'm going to go to Amazon. Yeah, there you go. But uh, now... You know, if you have the re- reward zone card, you know, you get those like $5, $10. I have it. Yeah. You get those little uh, certificates. And uh, yeah, apparently now you can't use a gift card and the reward zone certificate at the same time. Yeah. And I, I, was, like, I was like, what? And the guy's like, yeah. He goes, well, you can sit. I'm like, really? So yeah, I can go back and buy something for 10 bucks, and you still get five bucks more out of me. It's like, really? Come on. Yeah. And and that fair. was that was pretty fail. And then the, the reason why it irritated me is because... On Twitter, I put, you know, at Best Buy, and it's like, you can't use a rewards on certificate and a gift card at the same time. I go, complete fail, bye-bye. So somebody from Best Buy tweeted back to me saying, yeah, you can get, you can still get rewards on points off of um, purchases with a gift card. And then I'm like, well, thank you for completely adding nothing to my statement. <laughs> and then they're like, well, I'm just letting you know that. And I'm like, yeah, which I go, but like traditional business, you bypass the, the whole crux of the argument. And then she retweeted the next day. Um, I'm sorry, what was it? Uh, I didn't answer your, your comment. And I was like, you know what? If you're too stupid to read the actual first tweet, I'm not even bothering. So I stopped tweeting back. Yeah. I was like, you're just completely fucking lame. But... Yeah, I was just like, oh, that was that was about And then to top it all off, what made it even worse day, place I went to for lunch, they were out of Dr. Pepper. See, that's just some bullshit. Yeah, you know, you know that, I mean, that, that fucked up my day. That 
is 2012. Yeah, that's 2012 right there. <laughs> when yeah. the Dr. Pepper runs out. <laughs> when the Dr. Pepper runs out. You're fucked! <laughs> Are we drinking Coke out of white cans? Which people, did you hear that people got com- people were complaining about because yeah. they thought it was, oh, I don't want the Diet Coke. Read the fucking label. Well, when I first saw the can, I was like, is this Diet? And then I looked at it and go, oh, it's not. And I started drinking it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, man. But yeah, people are swearing that it changed the flavor of the... I'm like, really? Because the inside of the can is yeah. identical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the coloring on the outside. If the coloring on the outside is affecting the taste, we have a bigger you, they problem. They could literally give me a plain aluminum can with no paint and just write Coke on it, and I really wouldn't <laughs> With care. a Sharpie marker. Yeah, I just feel like it tastes the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> Do they lower the calories? I thought it was like 160. Yeah, I know, yeah. it's like 140. I mean, you know... <sighs> 45, 45 milligrams of sodium still, but, yeah. you know. But between that and Pepsi, it's still the, the lesser of the two evils. Salt's good for you. Yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know if any of you have tried it yet. Timeline has become available on Facebook. Oh, it's sexy. I if you know it. someone that has Timeline, you can get it through them. Otherwise, you got to wait till like, the 18th or something like that. Or the you know, my favorite part of, of Timeline, what is it called? It's that we're, your personal feed thing. Oh, yeah. Let me go to it. Pull this shit up. Activity log. Oh right, right. That right, is right, right, the right, shit. Right, right. The activity logs the shit because you can go all the way back to when you first started. Um, I like the Facebook. grid on the side where it says now and then December in 2011, 10, 9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go all the way back down. But the greatest thing about the activity log is you have access to allow your own personal things into a timeline. Like you can take it out of your timeline or. Um, you can just like block people and, and it's cool now because you can unsubscribe from people completely yeah. um, without them knowing or you can also just put it only there. Impo- I don't know how it says how their posts are important or not, but uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you can um, you can just do it's so much control now. I like on when you go to your profile page and you're looking at your timeline, I like how it compartmentalizes everything. Yeah. Like... Uh, <clears throat> Like even if like the problem with the old the old look was that it was just a giant clusterfuck of uh-huh. everything and most most more often than not you were seeing stuff if you played any of their games or anything like that that's what pre- predominantly covered the 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 screen but now like I look down mine and I'm like going oh I see my two check ins and all the comments are all compartmentalized to that um, my share from Cat uh, Denning's. Uh, a Twitter comment, which I thought was just hilarious. I love that. Walk by a pile of hipsters on the street tonight, huddled together, um, huddled around a single iPad for warmth. <laughs> Tears. Oh, <laughs> uh, surely hot too. Oh yeah. Um, no, but the, I love. I just little things too, like how you have your profile picture in the corner, but then above then, that you can pick an overall timeline picture. Yeah, an overall banner. Where I have the, uh, it's the Last Supper, but with um. Nintendo game characters. What was funny? Sonic is Judas. <laughs> what was funny was he originally had his dick, but it, it wasn't big enough. You understand? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. He had to crop it. That's and that right. About to happen. That's right. <laughs> but like yeah, a circumcision on my picture. <laughs> oh, okay, that's enough. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like. It. And as you go further and further down to like born, it gives you like this little like. You can put up a picture of yourself where you were a baby and it's where you were born and all the other ones. Yeah, I think I'm going to get more into it, like, because I have a bunch of pictures of my kids and stuff, but I don't have them dated or anything like that. You don't have your kids dated? What? What? 
Huh? I'm just trying to make sense of what you Shut just up. said. Shut <laughs> I have my kids dated. No, like, like, the <laughs> pictures, they, I don't have dates on them. Oh. So I can simply put, like, this kid was born at this time, and then put, um, you know, put the date, and right. it shows their face. Hey, you know, <laughs> what up? What it is. <laughs> but I do like how, too, also, um, on this, like, if you have, like I do, I have my, uh, any blog that I post on the website, lazygeeks.com. Oh. Um gets compartmentalized with in one box. So yeah. all of them are there. So you don't they're not scattered on there. If you scroll down you go, oh via WordPress and then you see all my all my articles are posted right there. So I think it looks slicker. I'm changing my uh, default profile picture as we speak because it's that easy. You like my <laughs> you like my profile picture? Did you see my default profile? Oh yeah profile? yeah yeah <laughs> from Comic Con. Uh, that was yeah. mine for a little bit. Yeah, it's the same one of you and them, but... Uh, but you cropped it. Yeah, I cropped it to show... I just had all three of us, like, yeah. bosses. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, and I, I... Yeah, and too, now that they've gone ahead and you can kind of select store, most recent stories for your news feeds, and you, you have a little... It looks a little cleaner now. It's yeah. kind of like they finally figured out how they should do it. No, I really dig it. I mean... I think they just know what they're doing more now. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Google Plus helped them. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in that process. Of, Google Plus has failed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, Google Plus had a good idea. Let's go ahead and fix that. Let's, no, I just, I really, when the timeline first came out, I saw it on yours, and I hadn't oh, right. realized it came out. And I, I actually, it's really good. I, I actually saw it on Asian Furies. Yeah. And I was like going, oh, that looks cool. I like, and the first thing that caught me was that banner picture. Yeah. So then it said, learn more, and then, of course, got that. And then you went on to that, and Dixie Chick and Old Man Dude. And then you could do a too. map. Yeah. Which is, like, all the places you've you've been, which I need to start doing that now, too. <laughs> and you could do that on the Facebook app. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where you, you put locations that. and stuff. But then if you're using Foursquare, it's kind of redundant. Are you going to do it twice? No, I'm just using Foursquare and just linked it to my um, Facebook. Uh, yes, sir. Does it work with the map, though? Um, yeah, it shows up a little Google map of where you're at. But I don't want I don't want it to show this overall map and say that I'm everywhere. Like, I went to this Starbucks. I went to this grocery <laughs> store. I love how it says born. It has the little pacifier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on the other side of the country. <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's get into. Some, well, actually, what last are we doing? last one we need to talk about is uh, is uh, a little change that you're going to be noticing if you haven't already noticed on the website. Um, we've uh, we still can oh, still yeah. be called Nomad and Sapien, but that's actually my legal name. Yeah, your legal yeah. name is yeah. Um, but, uh, now that certain, um, court orders have, uh, been relinquished. Yeah, I'm off probation. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to actually start using our, our, our real names, quote unquote, real names. Yeah. Uh, the names our mothers gave us. <laughs> so Nomad will be referred to as Steve now. And then I'm Adam, which I just noticed that that's an Adam and Steve situation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be Adam anymore. <laughs> No. Uh, I mean, it's not like we, we're shouting each other's names all the time, but it makes... It makes it's, <laughs> At least not in public. <laughs> whoa. It makes more sense on the website. Yeah. Um, and here, I don't really care. I'll probably still end up saying Nomad. Yeah, you can still refer to us as Sapien and Nomad. I mean, we've been referred to that for well over a year now, so... But, uh, yeah. So, when you start hearing, you know, Stephen Adam, that's just... It's us now. It's still us. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, don't we worry. We haven't changed. <laughs> you have. 
That's what I mean. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> right. 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 <coughs> All right, let's let's get into let's get into some news. Fucking around. All right, let's get into some news because we have a big main topic to talk about. Oh, so just when you thought Crystal Dynamics was too busy with the upcoming Tomb Raider reboot, they let slip that they are working on something new as well. Yeah, they always let it slip. Oh, it slipped. Uh, Oops. (laughs) Um, in this in the Square Enix blog, Crystal Dynamics um, community manager Megan Marie wrote they are working on a new intellectual property. Nothing more than that was said. Uh, quote, 2012 will prove to be a very exciting year for Crystal Dynamics, more so than any in recent memory, Marie wrote. Not only will our team be eating, sleeping, and breathing Tomb Raider, though we'll also be hard at work preparing to reveal exciting new intellectual property to the world. Um, this is all well and good, but it begs the question, are we ever going to see a new Gex game? <laughs> right? Remember Gex, dude? Gex yeah. is shit. And I put Back little, in the day. Put a little picture on the website. Boom! Gex! <laughs> That's lazygeeks.com. Yes. By the way. (laughs) Uh, So, it appears that Warner Brothers doesn't really think that people are interested in seeing their movies very often. Because uh, apparently they want to go ahead and extend the rental window. Uh, It seems that there is a standoff coming soon. And I knew it was going to happen, but I actually didn't think two other rental companies would be the ones involved. On Thursday, All Things D ran a story that stated that Warner Brothers was doubling the rental window agreement with Netflix, Redbox, and Blockbuster. However, late Friday, they had updated the story to say that it appears that their intent that was their intention, but two out of the three have not signed on yet. Hmm. It seems that since Netflix has lost some clout after the past year, which left Redbox and Blockbuster to man up and say that they have not signed on to such an agreement, we have mentioned last week that Netflix... Seems to be getting kicked around by Warner Brothers lately when they announced that they won't be sending Netflix discs of their HBO shows. So I assume Warner Brothers figured that the other companies would follow suit. Representatives for both Red Fox and Blockbuster told All Things D that they will not agree to an extended window. Warner Brothers wants to double the window of time for people to rent DVDs from 28 days to 56 days. This is an attempt to get people to buy the DVDs as opposed to renting them. But this is a douchebag move because this will only encourage one thing. Piracy. Mm-hmm. One thing that the movie studios don't understand is that, that pre-release copies of the movies are being uploaded onto torrent sites. But instead of stopping their people from uploading them, they are focusing on the site to shut them down with congressional bills like Stop the Online Piracy Act. More, more of the resourceful people will not wait for that window to expire or buy the DVD. They will simply download the movie and determine whether they whether it's worth watching or even buying. A few years ago, it was easier to purchase movies on DVD as they were more inexpensive on release day, usually around $19.99 or lower. Now, more movie studios are releasing combo packs to get people that don't have Blu-ray players but hope hope to get one. However, anyone that does have a Blu-ray player has to pay more for a format they don't particularly want. Let us not forget that they are putting more extras on the combo packs to urge customers to buy the more expensive copy. Uh, in the end, this is a way to screw the customer out of their money. There is a solution to this issue. Don't buy the movie until you see it on Netflix or Redbox. Mm-hmm. With the prices of Blu-rays and DVDs going up, you can't find someone quickly deciding to buy the movie. Unless the studios give it at a great discount on new release day, then the studio ends up losing money. This is a lose-lose scenario for the studio, and we know, and we will let you know what happens. It's a completely douchebag move. 
I just I just tweeted about I just tweeted um the movie studios want to stop piracy but want to extend the rental window for new releases. Talk about shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> um, know, one girl geek already retweeted that. Wow, on it, on it, right? on it. Because it's the truth. It I mean, is it, the truth. It's yeah. it's. It, it <laughs> you told me about this when I came over. I actually didn't know what was going on because sometimes I can be quite the recluse and not really pay attention to well, anything the, but the, gaming. Technically, <laughs> technically, this article goes up tomorrow or Monday today. Oh, well, yeah. We're exclusive. speaking to you from the future. Exclusive. Exclusive. And <laughs> we need theme song for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's amazing to me how how these companies just. They just love to shoot themselves in the foot. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's they don't want one thing, but they want to drive. They don't want piracy, but they're going to drive everyone to piracy. Right? Yeah, it's amazing. All in the sake of making more money. Yeah. All in the sake of being stupid. <laughs> so, on a lighter note, this one <coughs> this is short, but it amazed me. Um, I know I couldn't yeah. believe this. Now, <coughs> Angry Birds. Sells 6.5 million on Christmas Day. Now, I'm talking about sales. Because they have a free version. They have a several free versions. Which is only ads. It, it, they just have ads. That's it. But people bought Angry Birds. Okay? 6.5 million people on Christmas Day. Doesn't everyone already have Angry Birds? <laughs> no. I swear people are buying the game on every available device they have. Since the game isn't available on everything but a toaster, it wouldn't be a surprise. Uh, Rovio has... Oh, my, my new toaster has it. Nice. <laughs> I want that silent toaster from Big Bang. Oh, all right. That's all right. Rovio, when are you gonna stop? When are you gonna stop making silence? That's when I make enough to take over the humans. Um, Rovio has reported a record of 6.5 million downloads for Angry Birds took place on Christmas Day 2011. Now, this is actually not all that surprising, based on how well the, the uh, how well the game has sold since its release. Our source, All Things D. To sourcing things now, nah, right? Nice, nice. Um, pointed out that the number of sales on Christmas Day is the equivalent to the number of smartphone activations on the same yeah. open day. That means everyone who bought a smartphone, smartphone or got one downloaded got Angry Birds. Birds. That was an immediate. Yeah. Not check if they can make a call. <laughs> you know, not not check their email. Well, if they got get Angry if, Birds. If, if they got AT and T iPhone, there's an app that can allow them to make calls. So, so it's whatever. Yeah, it's whatever at that point. Um, it's amazing that a game where you fling birds at pigs is so successful. <laughs> um, you know what? It's the, fucking addictive. The though. game is fun. I've beaten the uh, main one. Yeah, but I've just—I don't like the real one. Yeah, I downloaded the seasons one. The seasons ones is difficult. Yeah, you gotta—you gotta be crazy about it. Yeah. But I—I'm and there was like yesterday. I was in bed and I couldn't sleep. I grabbed my phone. Started playing Angry Birds. Always, yeah. Angry Birds it, is always there. Yeah, because it's not too involved, and it's yeah, not as it's a little more complicated than the, the traditional bullshit apps that you get, you know. But I don't know. It's just, and then the music too. Yeah, <laughs> it's always the music. I always like when you start a you start a level and you can hear the birds squawking. Yeah, you hear the you hear the pigs going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Game is so stupid. And and then the the little the little flash card uh, intro that gives you what the story's yeah, about. Yeah. You're like, really? I, do I need a story? I like watching it. And then when you see when you see the birds, so you go, oh no. <laughs> yeah, there's no need for a story. I know. It's like there's no need for it. It's like porn. There's no need for a story. Yeah, Come it's on. okay. It's okay. We know what this is. Put her in a costume and <laughs> do something. It's whatever. Oh, man. Well, the much-talked-about but hardly-mentioned sequel to the 2010 graphic novel Superman Earth One has finally been officially talked about. <laughs> Through uh, DC Comics' own The Source, they interviewed J. Michael Straczynski and Shane Davis about the what they can expect from Volume 2. 
Shortly after the launch of the original book, DC has gone through the, a series of changes, and after the relaunch of the entire line, many began to wonder if any of us would ever see the promised second volume. The release date isn't, is still not given, but it's expected to be in late 2012. Uh, Straczynski said that uh, what they're going to, in Volume 1 thematically, was about Clark figuring out who he was. In Volume 2, it's about Superman trying to figure out where he belongs in all of this, even as the world does the same on their end. How far can he push his power before he becomes something other than what he intended to become? So, uh, it, I posted some of the uh, leaked artwork on the site there, and it looks pretty freaking sick. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to Volume 2 ever since I finished reading Volume 1. Uh, it's a foregone conclusion that DC would commission a second book, but it's I was... a Batman one coming out. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I was unaware of the long lag time between the two books. However, this is uh, in this uh, release of the graphic novel on media devices like the Kindle Fire, it would most likely open up additional readers to the well-told story and increase sales when the um, when it's hopefully released this year. And yeah, we got the Dark Knight coming out this year, um, just before uh, the Dark Knight Rises um, hits, which makes sense. Yeah. So, but the thing was is that the Dark Knight one was supposed to be out. After, just after this one. So I was like, is that one ever going to get released? Well, you know, they've been focusing on the 52. I think that's starting to calm down. We're going to start yeah. seeing some other stuff come out. Which is good. I'm, I'm glad with that. So, uh, what you got over there? Um, the upcoming Twisted Metal is a game that is firmly on my wish list. <laughs> as, as I've been a fan of the series ever since the first one came out. Now we hear it's actually two games for the price of one. What? Yeah. In a post on the PlayStation blog, co-director David... How do you say his last name? It's J-A-F-F-E. It's Hafi? I'd say Jaffe? Yeah, Jaffe. Okay. Co-director David <laughs> Jaffe announced that a popular title in the Twisted Metal series, Twisted Metal Black, will be, inter will be included with the newest addition to the series. Of course, this will be in the form of a download voucher. Twisted Metal Black debuted on the PlayStation 2 and had a much darker tone than its predecessors. It was re-released the following year with multiplayer to take advantage of the PlayStation 2's network adapter add-on. Um, although, that would be interesting... What? What did <laughs> I say? <laughs> <laughs> although, that would, although that would be interesting, the blog post does say that the copy that's included with the new Twisted Metal will be the off offline version, which is fine. Uh, Twisted Metal Black was a great game, offline or off, and it's awesome that we're going to be, be getting it for free. And, and ugh, free with the... I don't know why I can't read this it, with the new title. If you're upset about the lack of multiplayer, don't worry. The newest version of Twisted Metal will have plenty of online carnage. So that's cool, because Twisted Metal Black was the shit. Yeah. For the PlayStation dose. PlayStation that one was really crazy, because I remember... You know, you you jovial about Twisted Metal, and then Twisted Metal Black came out, and it was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't, don't want to laugh. <laughs> so. Oh, man. That's what I got to say That's about what you that got shit. To say. Well, uh, it looks like the cast of Star Trek Two seems to be uh, printing oh, out pretty God. fucking cool. It looks so amazing. <laughs> um, not only do we get a an old Doctor Who favorite, Mickey from the uh, Tenet series, mm -hmm. who is, has been casted in this in uh, the new Star Trek series, but uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Not only is he finishing up work on The Hobbit and the second season of the of his Dave and Moffat series, Sherlock. How about that name? Has been, about that name? Uh, I know. It's that's, amazing. That's, that's an right? epic name there. Uh, but according to Deadline, uh, 
Benedict has just been cast in a main role in the upcoming Star Trek sequel. Uh, there's no word on whether he'll be playing a good or bad guy, although Variety is reporting that he will be playing the villain, even though Deadline's the one that's had the exclusive on it. But uh, who knows? But uh, he that could just be an assumption. It so could be. Don't don't take that as written in stone. Yeah, Cumberbatch has been uh, having a very good year. Warhorse, Tinker, t- uh, Tinker Soldier, Spy, and uh, his made and this is his a uh, huge role in a major Hollywood film. Uh, he was considered for the role of Doctor when Tenet was leaving, but he was lo- he wasn't looking for a role of that caliber. However, he will have major geek actor cred when he when we see him in The Hobbit. Or hear him in The Hobbit Part 2 and uh, the new Star Trek film. So it's a great way to start off 2012, Doctor if you ask me. would be completely different if he was a Doctor. Oh, yeah. Because uh, he's not as all over the place. He's a little more structured. <clears throat> and uh, if you watch the first season of Sherlock, and by the way, second season, saw the first episode of that second season, fucking amazing. I still need to finish the first. Oh, I keep god. forgetting. Yeah, it's... Oh, god. The I've sec- seen the first and second episode. I haven't seen the, the, the final one. The first five minutes um, talk, uh, goes for that cliffhanger, and it's um, it's just hilarious. It's just... It's so awesome. I love how BBC America is working with Netflix. Does it all on the streaming yeah. and shit. Because I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I guess it's time for some new releases. Ooh! So, uh, some net- speaking of Netflix... Speaking of it... Um, so some things that I saw that tickled me, uh, Portlandia, that very odd show that people say is great. Um, (laughs) they're supposed to do a total Battlestar Galactica episode. That's not a problem. Yeah, I know. Um, True Grit, the newer one. Um, Being Human, the American version, which is cool. Um, Kill the Irishman, good movie, just saw that. It was, it's a true story about, I can't remember his name. Yes. (laughs) No, it's a true story about a, a mobster in, um... Chicago, I think, where he basically told everyone to go fuck themselves. Typical Irish. Yeah. You know, he, he wasn't having it from anybody. Um, Tron, the movie. <laughs> Comedy Central roasted Charlie Sheen, just in case you missed that. In the show notes, I put hashtag winning. winning. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, Fighter, which I, I haven't seen yet, and mm-hmm. it looked good. Uh, oh, and you added these two. Yeah, I added Office Space and A Man Apart, which is Vin Diesel's... Uh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, Vin Diesel's uh, run into that. Office Space, of course, a classic. I haven't seen that. I'm just bullshit. I was going to say, yeah. Slap! Podcast is over right now. (laughs) The fuck out of my house. Uh, We got games. Oh, so uh, if you all don't know, the holiday season is over. Yes. Um, Amy is coming out. Now, that was the downloadable game where it seems like some kind of zombie thing is going on where people are turning into monsters and um, the only cure is that or this girl this little girl's Im- immune to it and um, you're you play a uh, I think it's a female cop but some female um, woman female woman a female woman female woman uh, <laughs> and if you as opposed to you've been infected but if you stay close to this girl you won't change but if you separate from her you slowly start to change hmm. So there's parts in the game where you have to separate from her to go do something, but you gotta hurry up and get right. back. Oh, or you'll die. Cool. Really interesting dynamic. And then Zen, Zen Pinball 3D and Choplifter HD came So, out. as you know, this is the beginning of the year, so nothing's coming out. Yeah. Uh, in theaters, we have Beauty and the Beast 3D, uh, basically capitalizing on the whole Lion King bit. Contraband. That looks kind of slick. That looks kind of cool. Joyful Noise, which doesn't. And... Uh, <laughs> And then we've got the Iron Lady, which is uh, Meryl Streep playing uh, Margaret Thatcher. So yeah, yeah, might be cool. interesting. Yeah. 
So DVDs, we got Billy Elliot on Blu-ray, Empire, Boardwalk Empire Season 1. Which I haven't I, seen that yet. I saw the first su- episodes all Such a great one, but I'm surprised that they didn't release it before the second season came out. Uh, Moneyball, uh, Sinners and Saints, Looney Tunes Showcase Volume 1, yeah. Killer Elite, What's Your Number, and An Idiot Abroad. If you haven't seen that series, that series is pretty funny. It's uh, Stephen Merchant and um, Ricky Gervais send this guy out to go to these different places, and he's just a complete moron. Yeah. It's actually really funny. They're doing a second season now uh, called The Bucket List, and they're sending him out on stuff that he said he would like to do before he um, before he dies. So it's, it's hilarious. And, of course, they've got a, they got shit up their sleeves. <laughs> uh, moving comics. right into comics. DC <clears throat> Comics, if I don't say it, it's issue five? No. Uh, I think it's five. October, November, December. Yeah, five. If you care, you'll know. So, uh, Bat- <laughs> you should at least mark the first one. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Bat- Batgirl, Batman, and Robin. Also, Batman through the Looking Glass. Uh, this is a new story, um, obviously around the Hatter, uh, who's an interesting enemy. Um, Batwoman, Deathstroke, Demon Knights, Frankenstein, Agents of Shade, Green Lantern. Green Lantern's actually starting to get sick. Dude. Yeah. Um, Grifter, Legion, Lost, Mister Terrific, Suicide Squad, and Superboy. All right, for Marvel's side, we've got Amazing Spider-Man 677, Avengers 1959, Final Issue number 5, uh, Battle Scar 3 of 6, Captain America number 7, Daredevil number 8, Deadpool 49, Incredible Hulk number 4, Journey into Mystery 633, Magneto, Not a Hero number 3 of 4, Avengers 20, Scarlet Spider number 1, uh, Secret Avengers 21, Ultimate Comics X-Men number 6, Wolverine and the X-Men number 4, X-Men Regenesis, X-Men Legacy, 260.1, Wolverine 300, and Brilliant number two. Uh, we've got some other, in other labels. Well, we have uh, Dark Matter 1 of 4, Dungeons and Dragons 100 page spectacular. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, G.I. Joe yearbook, uh, trade paperback, that basically catches you up on 2011 storyline. If you want to jump into the G.I. Joe series, which is pretty good, yeah. um, this would be a, a great place to start. Uh, Infestation. Oh, these, those were all... Oh, I'm sorry. Dark Matter was from Dark Horse. The other ones were from IDW. Uh, we've got uh, Doctor Who number 14 from IDW. And the new two ongoing Transformers series, Transformers Robots in Disguise. Robots in Disguise. And More Than Meets the Eye number ones from IDW come out this week. Yeah. And collectible. Uh, pretty slow, but this this one looks sick. Um, um, let me go and check a, that out. Here's a DC Universe Series 2 Swamp Thing bus. It's the new 52, um, of course, but it looks, it just looks sick. Oh, wow, that does Doesn't look it? Cool. That the does detail look cool. on it. Who's, yeah. it, who's, the, who's the, the artist that did it? Um, Is this everything? Let me check. I have to remember to put that for collectibles. Jean uh, St. Jean. Yeah. Or Jean St. Jean. Oh, excuse me. Designed by uh, Frank, um, Gary Frank, but sculpted by Jean St. Jean. It's an amazing design. It looks really um, cool. 75 bucks. Yeah, he looks he looks pretty mad. <laughs> uh, but it's a little the, pissed off. The detail the detail on it is very nice, and, and uh, there's a little bit of color at the bottom, but it would look really good on the show for for the swamp the swamp thing fans. Right, right. All right, so we um if everybody knows we normally have two topics, but this one here is a is kind of an oversized topic, so we're we're gonna just kind of cover that, and hence the title: Save the Internet. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar uh, with SOPA, uh, it's a... Not the soup. Not the which soup. Which is an old man dude wanted to point that out. Um, uh, it's, there's a bill trying to pass through Congress called the Stop Online Piracy Act. 
while on the surface pro um, supporters of the bill want you to understand that it's against piracy. But of course, the government and the fact that it's sponsored by the um, the Hollywood lobbyist and the uh, music lobbyists, mm-hmm. the language is so broad and and so vague that it's almost like the Homeland Security, um, the Patriot Act for the internet. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, we, we hadn't mentioned a lot of this before, mostly because I was trying to, we were both trying to learn more about this before we actually brought yeah, it up. Yeah, there were a stuff. lot of new developments coming out, and I was waiting to see which company <laughs> was going to go where before I really wanted to talk about it. And so we kind of wanted to just touch base on some of this and, you know, who supports it. We're obviously against it. Yeah. Um, That's a unanimous decision. That is a un- <laughs> unanimous decision. We're against it. Um, and we'll tell you why. But also, too, we want to give you a little background on this. Basically, there's two, there's two bills out there. The House is trying to get SOPA. The Senate is trying the Protect IP Act. Yeah. Now, the Protect IP Act is designed to punish mostly the people that support it, like domain name uh, uh, providers, uh, people that buy ads on that on their site. The ones who are actually funding. Yeah. Or or directly supporting that a, a that, site. that know, but yeah, you know, or turning a blind eye here here. Let's put our things out there. Yeah. SOPA is if. if I guess the only way I should really describe what it is is by reading that section 101 that I read earlier, <laughs> which is some have called in um, Time New York Times op-ed called it the Great Firewall of America. Yeah. The SOPA, SOPA Act. This is one of the guidelines. Now, let's see if you can understand the guidelines. Um, A, an internet site is used to provide goods and services to users located in the United States. B, there is evidence that the site, internet site, or portion of the internet site is um, intended to offer or provide such goods and services or access to goods and services or delivery of such goods and services to users located in the United States. C. The internet site or portion thereof does not contain reasonable measures to prevent such goods and services from being obtained in or delivered to the United States. And D. Any prices or goods of services are indicated or billed in the currency of the United States. Right. So, that's how vague the bill is. Basically, anything coming into the United States is illegal. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what they're basically, their whole crux of their argument is it's against what they call rogue sites. Right. And rogue sites are basically torrent sites. Anything that can be obtained without having to pay the the fees to actually buy these, I guess, legally or normally, as you would say. Mm -hmm. Um and uh, so through the people that are opposing, <laughs> yeah. through the people that are supporting the bill, right now, uh, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is for this, as well as the MPAA and the RAAA, uh, and uh, both of these have always been against the, the torrent sites. And now you know our position, and most of the, most of the time, our position with especially the movie industry is that most of the stuff that comes out is from insiders in the movie industry, anyway. Mm-hmm. Because, you know what, to be honest, there are so little cam recordings of new movies out there. And if you really want to go through seeing the bad quality of that. But there are a lot of screener copies. Mm-hmm. A lot of pre-release copies. Mm-hmm. I remember Call of Duty was out before it was even released. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, Why don't you lock down your own people before you start penalizing us? Exactly. And also, too, if you look at a lot of movies that are... Ooh, the uh, X-Men bit. Yeah. When the X-Men came out? Was it? No, I'm sorry, Wolverine. Oh, yeah, Wolverine yeah. came out. That was, yeah. So you were looking at me for a second, like, like well, finish well, it, finish it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, uh, and you have... When you have movies that are DVD quality, but come out weeks before the movie's even released in the stores... Yeah. That's obviously someone else. And there are a lot of those. So you have to figure there's somebody on their side. So in traditional fashion, we can't, we can't bring, we can't tighten the reins on our people. So we're just gonna tie it, tie it all on you guys. Yeah, and blame you for it. It's like, okay, so you've been hyping. Let's say, let's say, let's use um, Wolverine. You've been hyping this movie. No, let's use Call of Duty. That's even better. You've been hyping this game for like almost a year, just crazy, crazy pumping everybody up to to a sense of a frenzy. And now one of your people has leaked the game early, and you're surprised that people downloaded it. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah let's let's not be retarded here. <laughs> um, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, which is a supporter of this bill, which isn't an actual political office, it's just a bunch of people that usually try to push a certain agenda along. It's like the government's lobbyist. Yeah. Uh, in a letter to the editor of the New York Times, they put it this way. The rogue websites that steal America's innovation and creative products attract more than 53 billion visits a year and threaten more than 19 million American jobs. The MPAA has a section on their website devoted to, a, to rogue sites. The, the Democratic Attorney General of Mississippi and co-chair of the National Association of um, Attorney General Committee on the topic liken rogue websites... To child porn. Now, <laughs> that seems to be a bit of a stretch yeah. because, uh, you know, last time I heard, last time I've seen, you know, downloading a copy of, I don't know, let's say Windows, I mean, Office 20, uh, 2011 or 2010 didn't, you know, harm a child. No. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I don't think I've caused. I, I I don't think it'd be considered like rape. Yeah. Unless you're considered raping think, the pocketbooks of Microsoft. I don't think downloading an episode of The Big Bang Theory ever caused irreparable emotional damage <laughs> to a 13 year old girl. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's and we make jokes, but seriously, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's certain things that are not in the same list. Right. You know, you can't you can't put two things in a room and think they're going to get along. Now, most of the major um, internet companies are against this. Yeah. Uh, Amazon, Google, Google Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Zanga, eBay, Mozilla, which is... All know, the heavy hitters. Yeah, LinkedIn is against it. Yeah. You even have... Uh, you have... <laughs> the European Parliament is actually against this... Basically the government of Europe. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, Democrat, the House Democratic leader, uh, Nancy Pelosi, even said we need to find a better solution than SOPA. Yeah. Um, now, it's... What it... And the biggest complaint about that is that everybody is saying it will stifle, um, stifle growth, sti um, stifle our ability to um, innovate. Yeah. Uh, as uh, <laughs> Ron Paul actually said, an explosion of innovating, killing lawsuits and litigations. One of the few things that he says that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but um, how it works would basically be that a service provider... Uh, we'll have to take feasible and measurable steps. This is according to uh, an FAQ from CNET. Um, 
A service provider shall take technically feasible and reasonable measures designed to prevent access by its subscriber located within the United States to a foreign infringing site or portion thereof. This is a subject um, to the order. Such action shall be taken as expeditiously as possible, but in any case within five days of being served with a copy of, of the order within such time as the court may um, order. Now here's the thing. Basically the United States doesn't have jurisdiction over any country that allows such thing, um, such sites to um, flourish. So what they're trying to do is basically do what China does. Create mm -hmm. the Great Wall of America. And control the internet. Yeah. And, and let's, be, let's, let's be completely honest here. The internet... In, I'm only speaking for America because that's I've never left this country. I've never <laughs> been anywhere else. Um, the only, the last thing that we have any freedom from commercialism is the internet. Right. I mean, from what we eat, drink, um, watch on television, listen on the radio, it's it's all sports. I mean, anything. It's all overly commercialized. Mm -hmm. um, the internet is not. There's parts of the internet that are like that, but it's not all of the internet that's like that. It's the only place where free expression actually exists in its, like, purest form. So, screw that up, we have nothing left. Right. Now, one of the things, too, is that you got to remember that here's how SOPO's designed to work. That, uh, basically, the government, or actually, let me, let me take that back, the puppet government... Yeah, because they'll be working for, for the music and the movie industry. Right. When the movie industry or the music industry... And the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. <laughs> basically comes up and says, Hey, we think this site is allowing... Because, you know, nobody ever researches anymore. No. Uh, we think this site because the sister of a friend of a friend of a friend told them yeah. that this site, you can obtain the new uh, Lady Gaga album for free. We think that they may be allowing this so we can go ahead and get a court order from a judge to shut down the site. Only on suspicion. So which basically means that let's say somebody goes ahead and posts the video on YouTube. You link it to your site. And, you know, with YouTube, with YouTube downloaders, you can actually download a song. Uh -huh. And in that case, you are thus allowing this to happen. So you will be shut down. Yeah, and, and without I, due process. And I understand we're not sitting here saying that piracy should be allowed. No, but there are different ways <laughs> to go about it. You shouldn't blame everyone who was connected yeah. to it. Yeah, it's you know, it's like it's basically like okay, well, we have a crack problem, so we're gonna we're gonna arrest the mayor because he can't control it. Yeah, it's kind of like wait, what? Exactly, <laughs> it's that kind of logic. The war on drugs didn't work <clears throat> because this one person's on drugs. Therefore, I am arresting every single person who was for the war on drugs. Yeah, and even companies like Verizon and AT&T, um, while they kind of like the idea, they're not exactly thrilled with the way the bill is. Because, and this was my big complaint, is that what if this can be used for other things because the language is so broad and that's how the gov that's how even if you look at the constitution everything is very broadly written yeah and with that which it, is good in in, in some, some respects, instance, in yeah. some respects, the constitution it's very good right <laughs> but when you have a bill that's being run by essentially uh private businesses yeah 
that are using their money to um, get their puppets to go ahead and do what they want. What happens when there's a certain point of view that doesn't want to be, that yeah. that isn't popular with them? Then suddenly you start saying, oh, well, you can download illegal activity, or we have suspicion of it, so you can shut them down and then investigate. Oh, yeah, you know what? We were wrong. That was after you've gotten the voice silent. Yeah, what happens if there's a website that is its existence is purely to say the movie industry blows? And that you should be watching indie movies. You shouldn't be watching Hollywood movies. And what? how far of a stretch is it to believe that if this website gained popularity and its viewpoint started taking people away from going to see movies, how far of a stretch is it, is it to believe that the movies, movie industry would go, oh yeah, uh, they dis- they're discussing torrents or something, and then shut it down. Right. And one thing that I brought up in a, in a, in a post was that uh, CNET had noticed that there's a little portion of the proposed law that goes further than the than the the Senate's bill of protect IP that could require internet providers to monitor customer traffic and block websites suspected of copyright infringement. Now that would cover IP blocking, says Markham Erickson, uh, head of Net Coalition, whose members include Amazon, Google, eBay, and Yahoo. I think it contemplates deeper packet inspection as well, he said. Now, this the, the, the framework of this is that it's always so broad. And any time our government wants to increase their reach, we cease to become a free society. Now, yeah. again, I don't mind the IP one because that's going towards shutting those sites particularly down. Um, now, they keep saying that, oh, well, this is for counterfeit, for movies and music, illegal downloads. You know, it's and when you have the MPAA and the RAA behind this bill, you know that they're not for counterfeiting. Maybe, yeah. the, maybe those burn DVDs that people keep selling on the street. But one of the big things for this is that this could actually infringe, um, well, here's from Mozilla. Uh, which created a page called uh, Protect the Internet. Help us stop the internet blacklist legislation. It warns that your favorite websites, both inside and outside the U.S., could be blocked based on a co- on a infringement claim. Now, remember, that's claim, not, you know, that they're actually yeah. accused of doing they're, such a thing. They don't, I, do they even have to show any evidence of this, or they just have to say, no, it's like this? Yeah, basically they have to say, no, it's like this, and get a judge's uh, ruling on it. Now, now too... You can get some, you know, getting a judge who could favor them is easy to find, you know. But such, um, you know, there's another thing, too, that it could go beyond that and go into, like, affect the new, the next YouTube, Wikipedia, Wikilinks. Yeah. You know. YouTube would dramatically change. Yeah. Wikipedia would dramatically change. Think about this. There would be no free flow of information. Think about this. If the this with this bill, they could say, you know what? Because there are YouTube downloaders, you're 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 eliciting people to download stuff illegally. So we're going to shut YouTube down. Imagine, imagine YouTube going, imagine being shut down. And then that could trickle into who owns YouTube, yeah, Google, Google, which would be an interesting fight, right? So, you know, and then suddenly it becomes, it becomes very uh, communist mm-hmm. because the government would have to sanction. Who gets to proliferate and who doesn't, based on the idea of well, we're trying to protect the interests of the big businesses. Yeah. So, um, which shouldn't be 
what the government is doing in the first place. Exactly, because it is censorship. Yeah. Did you have anything, any specific points you wanted to um, get to? Really, you hit on pretty much everything I wanted to talk about. It's, it's just, I'm, I was looking over the Mozilla site, and I, I think everyone, mozilla.org um, slash SOPA, hit it up. I mean, do something. Yeah. You know, don't. I was reading the comments on that FAQ, and this one guy basically said, "This legislation has nothing to do with me personally, so I'm for it. I don't care." And it's really, it's thoughts, it's thinking like this that really makes other people laugh at this country yeah. because you don't give a shit about anything unless it affects, it affects you. you, and that's not, that's not how you run a society. That's how you run a go on an island, and go live <laughs> by your fucking self. Um, speak up. I mean, sign petitions. Uh, do what you can. I mean, you don't have to be that hardcore about it. Sign every petition you see. Like, go to the website, the mozilla.org slash SOPA, and there's a big red button. Click on it. It says, take action now. And you can sign things, and you can educate yourself and whatnot. Always pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, because people take the Internet for granted. Yes. The, the, the Internet is one of the last bastions of freedom that are that's out there. And because if you think about it, and it's it sounds so cliche to say this, but it becomes like China. Yeah. Where you can only get what the government sanctions, and again, we're not supporting them. Most of these innovate, most of these big businesses like Google and um, and Facebook and all of them get hit by you know piracy or anything like that. But you got to remember too is that this a, a broad bill like this that paints everybody with the same brush, um, you know, isn't isn't going to solve it. It's going to create more problems. Yeah, and suddenly you know, I mean. And that's the whole thing with the Patriot. If you hated the Patriot because it gave broad um, powers to the government, this is the same thing. It's just the internet. This is what you use every day. Yes. So this is something the, that you... The government is trying to get their their tentacles into everything. Yeah. And I think, you know, if, if you want if you want the internet to remain the way it is, I mean, I have no problems with them doing something to stop piracy. I mean, yeah. that's it's an illegal thing. Yeah. You know, that's fine. But the, I'll find another way to get my stuff. No, just <laughs> yeah, um, I can record off the TV. It's all right. Everything's gonna be all right. Um, I, I got twenty that. kookaroos. Yeah, I'm gonna be all yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. I don't mind that because that's that's a legal issue. And if you if you if you try to stand on a soapbox and say, uh, no, we can't stop piracy because piracy's awesome, then you're a douchebag. Yeah. Um, but. You can't. You just can't censorship things yeah. like this. It's ridiculous. Now, here's the question you need to ask yourself, because I know there are some people that are probably listening that are totally against piracy. I understand that, but what about your rights to to view whatever you want? Yeah. Are you okay with the government telling you, oh well, we don't want you to use YouTube, or we don't want you to use any any uploads, any cloud based, because you know, like mega upload. Mm-hmm. You can get a lot of stuff there. But even if you put your stuff up there, oh, Omega Upload is provided for piracy, so we're shutting that down. Yep. So where can I store my stuff? Or even I made this point um, made this point earlier today, a lot of Linux distributions are are um, are distributed through torrents. What if all the torrent sites are shut down? And do you really think these big corporations are going to give a shit about the, the open source movement? I yeah. guarantee they're not. That's why, that's why Mozilla's against it. Exactly. Because... If we allow stuff like this to happen, that means only the people with the money will be able to make the decisions, right. which is something that I'm pretty sure most Americans hate anyway. Right. Especially so, with the Occupy movement now. Exactly. So let's extend that hate to this, 
And and because it's really the same thing. It's yeah. it's it's all about because the bill is the bill is supporting one group, one yeah. particular group: the movie industry and the music industry. When you have groups like AOL and Google and Verizon and AT and T are like, well, yeah, yeah, you know, then you. Phone company. Yeah, phone company. <laughs> these are the guys that you have to pay every month. And these guys are going, well, maybe not so much that. And understand, AT&T, which everybody pretty much unanimously hates, doesn't <laughs> like a bill that would give them more power to destroy things. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> it it's, it's pretty... I think the problem with SOPA right now is, is people aren't educated on what it's about. Yeah. Because the supporters of SOPA gloss over all this negative shit. And they just tell you, oh, well, it's going to stop piracy. Yeah. It's kind of like saying, like with the Civil War, like, well, slavery's okay because, you know, we need cotton. <laughs> yeah. And then when you think of it that way, you're like, oh, yeah, I guess yeah. it is okay because we do need cotton. Yeah. Nobody's talking about anything else. Yeah. Well, we're, or, or it's like, well, this is going to end slavery, but it's going to kill about a million people. Exactly. You know, you gloss over that fact. Yeah. You have to, Americans need to start caring about shit again everybody's got complacent nobody gives a shit about anything yeah. and if we don't stand up against it then you're gonna you're gonna really care when you don't have it anymore right that's all i have to say about yeah. that shit your end of the lesson the sofa thing sucks <laughs> all right well i think that went uh that went pretty well but yeah you can also go you can also go to sopa.com s-o-p-a.com and i'm gonna post i don't know why but i'm gonna post a link on twitter and facebook uh, yeah, so you can go ahead and you can check them out and watch their videos and sign their petition. Just get involved. Get yeah. involved. It's, if you don't do anything in your life, do this. Yeah. Uh, so, in any case, I think it's time to lighten the mood a little bit. I think it's time to go to some douchebaggery. And uh, my number three douchebag of 2012. And it's kind of a douchebag, but at the same time... It's kind of like, you don't know who's really the douchebag in this one. Well, you kind of do, but... Uh, one of the premier websites, Bleeding Cool, uh, got pwned. Pwned. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it got pwned in a good old-fashioned way. When the first... Uh, when I first saw the story on Twitter uh, last week, I began to look around the interwebs to see if, you know... The interwebs. The interwebs. To see who else brought up the story. I looked down the series of piping. <laughs> and uh, and I noticed, it was curiously enough, it was absent for any other website. Yeah. So I took a break and worked on some other stories and decided to go back to Cool Site. And lo and behold, they had updated a story about getting pwned. Now, they're blaming Diamond Distribution for the trap that was, according to the site, because someone, quote, noticed that I was picking up on some stories that were running on their site. Whether it's true or not, the story itself is a bit weird. The original story talked about DC and Marvel teaming up again with a 12-issue series on the um, that was going to feature Spider-Man and Batman. Now, there are two things wrong with this idea that should have been brought, um, thought about. One, why would DC and Marvel do a crossover so early in the New 52 run? Yeah. I mean, it's easy to talk about when, when you're armchair quarterbacking, but what about... What um, would have been the first clue I would have picked up the well, new it's easy, it's easy to talk about when you're both, when both Bat, who is Batman and Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Both Batman and Spider-Man issue like 680. Yeah. You know, that, that's different. You know, and the new 52 is running circles around Marvel, and I, and I've been thinking, uh, 
And I think they, meaning DC, would have lined up a special miniseries given that the new DCU was going to change. And, two, DC and Marvel haven't had the greatest relationship in a long time. Joe Quesada has never um, never had good things to say about DC now that Jeff Johns has um, had anything positive to say about Marvel, especially since they released the new DC Universe. I'm sure that won't happen very soon. Now, I'm not talking smack about Bleeding Cool because they're an awesome site, and, and I'm a regular reader there. But I think sometimes in our rush to get the scoop on some news, yeah. we ignore the little things that could have saved face on the issue. In the end, it happens to the best of us, and no one is perfect. Half the things that are written on the net isn't true anyways. But at least they had the integrity to acknowledge it and not simply remove the post. <laughs> which is what most people do. Yeah, which most people I like. Think oh. IGN does that every once in a while. Yeah. They just remove shit. They're like, oh shit, let's, let's get rid of that one. Let's not own up to it. It's like, what are you talking about? That was never there. Yeah, I just, um, uh, go and check. Can you find it? If you can find the story, let me know. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number two douchebag is Sweden. The country of Sweden. Swi- Sweden. The whole damn The country. whole damn country. Has officially recognized. File sharing as a religion. What? <laughs> <laughs> the Church of Copiism, which has around 300 members, is a pro-piracy religious organization that believes information is holy and copying is a sacrament. The official website states the community of Cop- Copiumi uh, ref- uh, requires no formal membership. You just um, have a feel... You just have to feel a calling to worship what is the holiest of the holy information and copy. To do this, we organize copy acting religious services, which um, where the copiumists share information with each other through copy and remix. This is the third time in more than a year the Church of Copiumism has tried to be registered as an official as a religious organization. Spiritual leader, oh my God, spiritual leader, uh, Isaac Gerson commented. Being recognized by the state of Sweden is a large step for all of Copenhagen. Hopefully, this is one step towards the day where we can live out our faith without fear of prosecution. Wait a minute, do they like have a god, or uh, do they just want to share things on the internet? <laughs> Despite the Church of Copenhagen being recognized as a religion, copyright infringement is still illegal in Sweden. <laughs> Wait a minute, if they're a recognized religion now, that means Sopa's anti-religion. Hmm. That's a that's a hate crime, my yeah. friend. That's a fucking hate crime. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm I'm for them. I'm for them. They are religion. Who um, cares? It's not any it's, sillier than any of the other ones. It's like the know. Jedi in Australia. Or whatever. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool if we lived in Australia. Yeah, we it's, don't, it's so. funny when we don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my number one douchebag. Yeah, but the same country that has Jedi as a as a as a recognized religion, it doesn't have like. Maturated video games are like from Satan himself. That's true, that's true. Uh, My number one douchebag of the week is stick with your day job. Mm. Police are on the hunt for a thief who accidentally handed his gun to a bank teller during an armed robbery. (laughs) (laughs) The mystery man made a gaffe when he held up a Halifax branch in Cheapside, London and and demanded £700,000 from a worker. Authorities say he handed over his weapon to the mail cashier instead of the bag, but was able to quickly snatch it back and make his getaway on the staff member's bike. Uh, police are, are offering a £25,000 reward for the information of the robbery, which took place last October. 
They have also released the CCTV vid, uh, of the robber before he entered the bank. This man is not the sharpest tool in the box, a, so a police source told the Telegraph. The guess is that he was very inexperienced and panicked when he approached the cashier, handing over his gun instead of the bag by mistake. However, De Detective Inspector Lee Bowen reminded the public that the man, believed to be in his 20s or 30s and is described as a white, unshaved and, unshaven and stocky, has still committed a serious crime. But how serious, dude? I mean, you just... You, you hand over your gun instead of... Hey, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what you know what I mean? You know, I mean, if the guy was smart enough to hack the gun, would have been like, get down on the floor, motherfucker, get down. So he became a New York cop, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> F word, a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot. <laughs> Who are your douchebags this week? Um, so, the first one, everyone's a critic. Uh... A 36-year-old woman was charged Wednesday after punching, scratching, and sliding her ass... It says buttocks, but that's a stupid word. <laughs> against a painting it's worth... It's a silly word. Yeah. Against a painting worth more than $30 million, Authorities in Colorado that. said. Uh, Carmen Tisch is accused of pulling her pants down to rub up against the work. An oil on canvas called 1957-J number 2. Well, the artist must have been fucked up. When you that, sounds like, that sounds like a NASA distinction there. I know. Uh, it's a it's a quasar <laughs> uh, by the late abstract expressionist artist uh, Clayford Still. Uh, Tish allegedly caused ten thousand dollars worth of damage to the painting. Well, I mean, if the guy's dead, he can't. It's not like he can fix it. Yeah. Um, Tish was charged with felony criminal mischief on Wednesday and has been held on a twenty thousand dollar bond since the incident in late December said Lynn Kimbrough, spokeswoman for the Denver District Attorney Office. Uh, citing the police report, the Denver Post reported that the suspect was apparently drunk at the time. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kimbrough <laughs> said Tish urinated after she rubbed up against the canvas at the recently opened Clayford, Clayford Still Museum in Denver. It doesn't appear she urinated on the painting or that the urine damaged it. She so she's not being charged with that, Kimbrough said, accused, according to the Denver Post. You have to wonder where her friends were. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see if she said something. Nope. She has said nothing. Oh, uh, Tish will be formally advised of the charges on Friday. Um, so basically, how drunk do you get? And she looks like, I don't know, I don't want to say she looks like the type that would do that, because that's <laughs> fucked up. I just, I'm putting on Twitter right now, being drunk and going to a museum isn't a good combo. Find out on this week's podcast, hashtag <laughs> douchebag. That's right. <laughs> uh, just let's move on. Speaking of getting drunk. <laughs> um, sipping on gin and juice, indeed. Because <laughs> I put indeed, because this story comes from London. Of course. So I add a little class add to it. Add a little class to it, right? Um, a British court has barred a man from having a dog for three years after his Labrador puppy was discovered drunk. <laughs> and I know a lot of people that have gotten their dogs drunk. Right, and every right. time they tell me it, I'm like, you're a fucked up human being. <laughs> uh, Matthew Cox has been drinking vodka and Coke with his roommate. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, had been. Had been drinking vodka and Coke with his roommate on August 22nd when he left his glass on the floor to go for a smoke. 
Uh, he returned to find that his six-month-old dog, Max, had swallowed the booze, <laughs> <laughs> but he left the animal at home, and Prosecutor Maria Moore told Nottingham Magistrates Court in central England that the puppy was later spotted staggering and falling over near Cox's home. Also drunk dialing. <laughs> you know, just a lot of bad things. Um, police never a good combo here. Rubbing his ass on a painting. <laughs> uh, police were called to and took the dog to an emergency vet where it was put on a drip and flush the alcohol out of its system. Magistrate J.A. Smith on Wednesday called the incident downright stupid. <laughs> I love the English, dude. Um, the puppy has... Yeah, but you know, he probably... This is downright stupid. This is downright stupid. stupid. The the puppy has since been given a new home. So yeah, I mean, it is it's a living thing, six months old, and it wasn't like a beer. It was right. vodka. You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> well, all I can say is the dog can handle the liquor. And you know what though? What I'm surprised in is if that happened in America, they probably wouldn't have took the dog away. No. But I I've seen people do much worse to dogs, and they don't get their dogs taken away. Yeah. But they look at their kids wrong, they get them taken away real quick. Yeah. And sometimes that's a blessing. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> some kids are a pain in the ass. So this one I, I titled, uh, Good Job, Sport. <laughs> I saw that. Um, police say North Carolina man insisted his million dollar note was real when he was buying $476 worth of items at a Walmart. <laughs> Investigators told the Winston-Salem Journal that 53-year-old Michael... Fuller, I almost said Fuhrer, which would have made it really a lot more funnier, but it wasn't. Uh, Michael Fuller tried to buy a vacuum cleaner, a microwave oven, and other items. Store employees called police after he his insistence that the bill was legit, and Fuller was arrested. Just to recap, this bill was a one, $1 million dollar bill. Um, the largest bill in circulation is the hundred dollar bill. The government stopped making bills of up to ten thousand dollars. In 1969, yeah, they used it. They used to have really big bills because during the um, railroad, the railroad boom, because they were buying shit left and right. But you also got to remember too, I can buy million dollar bills at Walmart for about five bucks. Yeah, (laughs) I can buy a stack. Did he get the million dollar bill from Walmart? (laughs) Yeah, this is a real question. Um, Fuller was charged with attempting to obtain property by false pretense and uttering uttering a forged instrument. Okay. Um, he is uttering a forged. What do you take a cow? Something from a cow? Using <laughs> trying to use forged. That's what it should say. He is in jail. It's North Carolina. Go he on. is in jail on a seventeen thousand five hundred dollar bond, and it isn't clear if he has an attorney. But we all know he can afford the bond and an attorney <laughs> because he has a million dollars. So, North Carolina, Lexington. <laughs> I'm going to hear that later on. That's so funny. <laughs> I, I swear it's a million dollar bill. <laughs> and he goes to Walmart. <laughs> right. But you know what? That's such a southern thing to do. You have a million. Well, you don't go to Best Buy. You have you a million go, dollars. Where are you going? I'm, I'm going, going to Walmart. Walmart. I'm going to meet some Walmart. <laughs> you don't go to Best Buy. You don't go buy a car. No. You, you know, go buy a car, pass off on one. You don't have to buy a house or anything. You just go to Walmart. Yeah. Buy a vacuum and a microwave. <laughs> First of all, here's another thing. If Even if the million dollar existed. Even if he could pass it off that it was real. He only spent 400 and something dollars. How much change do you think that Walmart has? They're going to wipe out all the registers just to get him change. They're wipe out all the registers they wouldn't even get a quarter of that. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh my god. Uh, uh, let's see. So, Epicness, man. <laughs> my epicness 
is the internet. <laughs> well, as it currently stands, as it currently stands, not what it might look like later on, but <laughs> I call the internet because while some people are smirking and thinking that was fast, I'm more along the lines of what did you think was going to happen? Nearly 24 hours after they told people that Verizon was going to charge its customers a $2 convenience charge wow. for one-time payments made on Not either... fucking convenient. Yeah, I know. <laughs> made on either phone or, or online, Verizon has decided to scrap the idea. Although many things changed for Verizon within, the last 20, within a 24-hour period, mass public media got wind of the charge... Customers spoke out, and the FCC even decided to look to launch an investigation into the reasoning behind charging customers a fee to make single payments online. We get it. Verizon wants people to see, I wants to use either auto bill pay or use the pay your bill option offered by most banks. At Verizon, we take great care to listen to our customers. Dan Mead, president of, and chief executive officer of Verizon Wireless, said in a statement. Based on their input, we believe that the best path forward is to encourage customers to take advantage of the best and most efficient options, eliminating the need to institute a fee at this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Much like the... We don't want to get shot. <laughs> much like the backlash that Bank of America received when they announced a $5 maintenance fee for their debit cards and Netflix's increased their fees by 60%, did Verizon really think that no one would get ticked off about it? Especially since we had, they had three service outages in the month of December for their L, 4G light and their 3G data services. Let's be honest. Verizon is one of the most expensive carriers around and can be pretty much be relied on for their service. But to nickel and dime customers for making their one-time payment, I'm sure that Verizon makes much more money on various other fees that they charge. Verizon still didn't offer much of a reason for the fee. In a statement to CNET earlier... Verizon tried to explain that the fee helps allow us to continue to support the single payment options in their channels and is designed to address costs incurred to us for only those customers who choose to make single bill payments in alternate payment channels, online, mobile, or telephone. It is clear to me that this is a way for Verizon to grab some cash from their customers so they can save themselves more money and increase their bottom line. How did you expect this not to blow up in your face, especially when people on the internet can talk loud enough to companies that they are trying to increase their profit margins on the backs of their customers? Yep. I mean, you're going to tell me that by doing an auto bill pay or taking it from the bank charges you less than if a customer pays using their bank account online or calling in on the phone? That's some Bank of America shit. That's what I <laughs> So... I, I give the internet my uh, my uh, biggest uh, biggest epic of the week. Yes, thank you, internet, for keeping it real. <laughs> my epic for this week is the young lady in Oklahoma um, who, who handled business. Handled the business, yeah. Uh, Sarah Sarah McKinley, um, eighteen. I didn't know she was that young. I thought she was older than that. Uh, well, they kept they kept calling her a teen, and I'm like, how young is she in this day? I'm like, that's not a teen. That's yeah, legal. That, that's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> that's legal. <laughs> uh, shot and killed Justin Martin with a 12 gauge shotgun. Damn. After calling police and asking in a near whisper, "I've got two guns in my." She had two guns, homie. Two guns. That's Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I she said, "quote." I've got, she was handling her shotgun Terminator Two style. That's right, <laughs> with yeah. holding the baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got two guns in my hand. Is it okay to shoot him if he comes through the door? So to recap, <laughs> so to recap, because because this article is more talking about how she's not going to have charges brought against her. Um, she's she's eighteen year old woman, almost a girl, and she has a she has a new uh, newborn child, and she's alone in the house. Okay. Two men were lurking outside and coming in the window. Basically, what I heard is they came in under false pretense, too. Um, that they were, like, they had um, gained entry under their saying they were neighbors. Yeah, some like silly that. shit. And she recognized one of them as someone she thought was um, stalking her. You know, so it, she basically she didn't want the motherfuckers in her house. And legally... Get the fuck out the house. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the way that worked. Now, she's a new mother. She's already on edge because she's got a kid. You know, she's all by herself. She's a small thing, too. Yeah. She's probably like 5'2". Um, so she pops the dude. So the dispatcher says, well, you, you have to do whatever you can to protect yourself. The dispatcher replied, I can't tell you that you can do that. But you have to do what you have to do to protect your baby. Basically saying... Shoot the motherfucker on sight. <laughs> also, one of them had a hunting knife, like a yeah. lodge blade. Um, so police found Martin's body, knife in hand, yeah, slumped over McKinley's sofa, and determined the mother of a three, and determined the mother of a three-month-old baby, whose cancer-stricken husband died on Christmas Day, had acted in self-defense. So that was what the police on on the scene said. So, quote, our initial review of the case doesn't indicate she violated the law in any way. As Assistant Director, Assistant District Attorney James Walters told the Oklahoma newspaper, he should have thought, he should have thought about it before he went into someone's home. That's straight up. Straight up, yeah. Now, the reason I'm putting, now, this is a mother protecting her child, protecting herself. That's always epic. Um, and it's always her right to do so. Um, I also, you know, of course, grieving for... Um, the husband, that's a, that's a recent death, yeah. you know, and obviously the struggle of the cancer before that. Um, the reason I'm putting her as an epic person, because I'm not putting her as an epic person because she shot the super brigand. That's that's a common sense thing. Of course she did. Because a lot of people online are saying that she, she should have been arrested because she killed somebody. Now, I, I have noticed, and I don't want to get into this debate, but I have noticed that most people that are claiming this are, are very religious. They're claiming that we don't have the right to take someone's life. And I, on, to some extent, I do agree with that. Um, a lot of people are saying she shouldn't have shot him because he only had a knife. <laughs> Listen, two dudes, right? She's a little thing with a kid. Come on. You're gonna you know, that knife can offer. You know that, right? Yeah. You know, it's not one of those knives that retracts into the handle <laughs> when you stab somebody with it. Yeah, because, you know, lap. You know, how many times have you seen a story where they were stabbed repeatedly? Right. You know, this wait, chick. Wait for the fifth stab, then it's okay to shoot them. Yeah. This chick, and the, another reason why it's epic too is because a lot of women don't handle the business. Okay, and I'm not trying to be sexist because this is the truth. If a lot of women freeze, a lot of men too, a lot of people, fuck yeah. it, freeze when someone's coming at them. She said, fuck you, and shot him in the damn chest. And he deserved it. And think about it, too. She asked the police. She asked them, "Yeah, can I shoot this guy? And she so, said, hey, So dude. it's not like she was a cold-blooded killer and said, boom, boom, boom. Hey, yo, I shot them. You know? <laughs> she, shot, she shot him 15 times. Yeah. It's like, come on. At 
close range, two double taps in the back after the as body soon as he As soon as he had two feet in that house, she popped him right in the chest. <laughs> and um, was she in the right to do so? Fuck yeah, she was. I mean, you can't argue. Give me an argument as to how she's not. And, and I'll fucking knock it down so damn quick. It's just ridiculous. So, she's also kind of cute. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> just but, saying. um, you know, it's pretty legit. I mean, I just, just throw it up there because she, she handled business. She protected her kid. And everybody who thinks that's wrong can go fuck themselves. There you go. All right. Well, um, I guess on that note, it's, uh, time to move into some No, they're not done <laughs> fucking themselves, right? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And by the way. Really quickly before we move on, other uh, SOPA purporters, proponents, were uh, Satan, oh yeah, Hitler, Judas, Kim Jong-il, Mao Zedong, Mussolini, Stalin, um, the Venezuelan president, Chavez, and um, Fidel Castro. Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein. Um, uh, the people that killed Jesus. I'm not going to say it was the Jews or the Romans, because I don't want to piss anybody off. <laughs> <laughs> the undisclosed people. <laughs> the you. undisclosed. Oh, man. All right. And I'm sure Moriarty was behind it. Moriarty. Uh. Uh, all right. So, some side comments this week. Um, given that it was light as far as stories go, there were light comments there. So on. Oh, yeah. We'll be going back to our normal seven stories yeah. a day thing. Each. Oh, yeah, each. <laughs> so 14 stories. Um, Bo Bob commented Bail on... Bob. <laughs> Bail Bob. Uh, it's like, I want to try to do Beowulf, but I want to sound a little... <laughs> Dude, you know what? I love that movie. A lot of people didn't like it, and I love it. Just saying. You know, just... <laughs> well, it commented on Rory and Amy leaving Doctor Who. The 11th Doctor and Amy and Rory were my intro to the Who... 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 Universe. Who... who Hooniverse. Uh, so I will kind of miss them, but I'm pretty excited to see what the next companion is like, too. Kind of is not a word. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I've noticed with, with through my, my research of Doctor, because my, my entrance is the same as him, as the 11th Doctor, and, and the, the companions come and go. Yeah. Much like a pimp and his bitches. <laughs> they come and go. You know what I mean? Um, so the next one is from Jordy. The Forge? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, Jordy, on my uh, Old Republic getting a Mac treatment, um, basically the Old Republic is going to get a Mac client. Um, great, great choice. I've been a Mac user for a couple of years now. We're sorry. And, and <laughs> love the fact that WoW was available to download for Macintosh. Saved me the trouble of having to switch to my Windows partition. Next to that, the Mac community seems to be ever to be every growing. I think he means ever yeah, growing. And should provide Bioware with a lot of new subscribers. And you know what? I do like this. The Props to the guy because he has a Windows partition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I do like this because um, I have I have been doing, and I believe me, I have not switched to a Mac, but I have been doing a lot more research on the current developments that Mac's been doing. And I do see them slowly but surely moving to something a little bit yeah. more that I can get behind. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, but he... They're just so damn sleek. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I feel... <laughs> I feel for Mac users because they have... They, there's a lot of games they can't play. Yeah. You know? So this is this is great that, um... Because Old Republic has taken the world by storm right oh, now. Yeah. Got a 9 out of 10. Yeah. I can. Yeah. 
Well, when I stop being cheap, I may have to go and give it a... When they got a free trial. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Book Snob, on my uh, review of the Doctor Who Series 6 box set, this is the best season finale to date. Completely agree. How um, Oh, how I wish (laughs) there were live chess matches like that. Yeah. (laughs) That was awesome. Because I had said that... um, that the season finale was the best season finale of Doctor Who to date, and I've been following it since 2005. Um, so I've been he, following it since the 70s myself. Seventy <laughs> <laughs> seconds ago, I saw I saw an old episode of Doctor Who when the TARDIS came in. I started laughing my ass off. It's just so shitty looking. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh man. All right. So our uh, weekly recommendations. So this week I'm recommending. 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 Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Um, saw it and uh, loved it. 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 was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Every, you know, people that bitch and complain that, oh, Tom Cruise is old, blah, blah, blah. You know what? He still can do a good movie. Yes. He can still do a good action movie. And Brad Bear, who's... This is his first live action film. He's done The Incredibles, Ratatouille, a lot of Pixar stuff did this film and the sweeping vistas and just the the everything just looked amazing the sandstorm scene was fucking insane yeah uh i i loved it and two if you've been a fan or watched all the other i'm not gonna say because number two wasn't so much of a of a great film if you followed the mission impossible movie franchise there are some little tidbits in the movie that kind of say, hey, for those of you that have followed us, remember this. Yeah, that's always so, cool. And that's always cool. They And uh, I, I thought it was it was a, a great one. Jeremy Renner was really good in it. And also, too, his fight sequence, I'm more confident about him in The Bourne Legacy and um, The Avengers. So, um, But the script was, was really good, was really tight. Everybody performed well. I, I just... It was just a... a it was just an awesome movie to watch, and I was really happy with it. All right, so uh, finally. So Star Trek Online is my recommendation. Now, technically, Star Trek Online doesn't go free-to-play until the 17th, but all previous subscribers got early access a couple days ago. So We both um, have. Yeah, we both have them. Uh, I dove right back into it. Fun. I mean, if you, if you like Star Trek in any way, I mean, it, it's worth it. The new... Um, I like how... Now, this might not be new-new, but it's new to me, because I just got back <laughs> in the game. Uh, the Foundry-type stuff, where you can make your own missions, or you can play uh, player-created content, that's pretty dope. Um, they added a few new ships, they have some other customization-type stuff. Um, you can make your own race if you want, like how it looks. Um, the game is is smooth. I mean, you have, uh, you know, third-person, like a, a traditional MMO, but then the ship stuff. Personally, I prefer the ship stuff, yeah. when you're in the ship. But that's not taking away from... I mean, the the on-the-ground missions are solid, too. I mean, the controls are perfectly fine. It's actually... Um, it's more... It's kind of... It reminds me more of an action-type thing. Like, it's it's less just banging on the buttons. Right. And you have to kind of know what you're doing, too. Um, I really... I mean, all the sound effects just get me geeked. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, but it's honestly... I will be... Um, when you go into subspace and you hear that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like... Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna... I have to talk to... Uh, Good old Steve over there. About, um... We might do a joint review. Mm. I kind of want to have something out by the 17th. Um, and... Probably do... We'll probably do some sort of let's play. Where we're both playing at the same time. 
but we'll see. Because even though I have an Alienware gaming computer, processor ain't all that great. <laughs> recording shit and fucking all that stuff. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But um, there will definitely be some sort of review on the seventeenth. Uh, the game was great when it came out, and they've only improved on it. So yeah, because I played the game I think earlier this this last year in twenty eleven, and um, I had dug it because I had saw a lot of changes because you know I had gotten it close to not quite that close but close to day one year one mm-hmm. and um they had made a lot of changes so um i know they had a couple more seasons to it so i'm really curious to see how it is now and i how- like their release schedule too is they release stuff in seasons and episodes yeah so there's a constant there's always a steady flow of, of new content and also too out. when i when i when i did now i don't know if this is in the free to play as much as i know it was in the paid one is that sometimes on weekends you get special missions yeah like they'll have special episodes that you can kind of play in just for the And it's not, it's not as restrictive as some free-to-plays. I, mm-hmm. the, 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 you had access to a lot of stuff. So, um, definitely check it out. All right, cool. All right, well, before we head out, we want to remind you you have many ways to follow us. So be sure to like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash thelazygeeks, one word. Uh, the Lazy Geeks are on Google+. Again, the Lazy Geeks, one word. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at the Lazy Geeks. Or you can follow uh, myself, and I'm still going with at lazy underscore nomad, and Adam over there. You can follow him at lazy underscore sapien. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube page. We'll have trailers, vlogs, and special content there. So s- definitely subscribe, youtube.com slash thelazygeeks, one word. The, mu- the Lazy Geeks theme is provided by Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out, so be sure to comment on this or any podcast on either iTunes or the website. TheLazyGeeks.com Tell us the good, the bad, and the extremely sexy video. And uh, be sure to include pictures on us. Yeah, fuck yeah. (laughs) Be sure to leave a comment because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. And remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next week, peace out!